219, where the coffee's hot, the uh, bikes are fast, and your comments are thankfully absolutely ridiculous. It is great to be here in Western Colorado. Get it, Gary. What is up? Uh, Mojave Mike, what is up from Las Vegas? If you are new to this live show, first of all, hit subscribe if you haven't, and make sure you jump in. Send me a little message in here in the chat saying, hey, where you're from. Well, let's talk about what what is your favorite breakfast food today? Uh, 5280 James, what's happening? What is up, Two Stroke Attic coming in from Australia? Are you, I forget, where are you in Australia? Um, I know you're in the land down under, as they call it. <laughs> as, as we call it, probably not you. <laughs> um, one of these days, I'm coming to see you, and I want to go to New Zealand and Australia and ride dirt bikes in both places. Just a big deal. Uh, also, there my mom is coming in reminding you guys to hit the thumbs up. Make sure you hit the thumbs up and uh, say what's up. I gotta get my microphone because I remember, look at this. Rich Pierce, thank you so much for the microphone. We have cool mic situation here. Um, it's awesome. First top in because of your videos. Yes, right on Lance, uh, KX100, you're gonna have no problem. Those are awesome bikes, super simple, it's uh, good. Nothing like a good breakfast burrito, absolutely. I just had mine this morning, it was so good. Uh, oatmeal, and from Pennsylvania, right on, get it Gary. Uh, my uh, 6500 cartridges just shipped from Pennsylvania. Solid performance. TSP mid head and reflash works awesome. Uh, don't yeah, it, it's very good. I'm really happy with those ones we've installed. I you know I don't have one on my bike because I don't have a TPI, but <laughs> the um, I am interested to see what TSP does with the TBIs though if they get into that ECU and do any mapping and stuff. So. We just got back from an awesome trip down to Lake Havasu City, Arizona. If you guys haven't been there, I highly recommend it. Uh, the video about that will drop right after this is over, right after this uh, live broadcast is over. That video will come out. Uh, it's us riding in Havasu and in Laughlin. And I can't tell you, uh, first of all, Chris Kinberg, I don't know if he's watching, but Chris, thank you so much for the tour. It was really awesome. Yes, Kim Jackson, bacon. Bacon bacon should be added to every breakfast, whatever it is. Even the oatmeal would probably be pretty darn good with some maple smoked bacon. <laughs> um, the uh, Actually, that sounds freaking phenomenal. Anyway, that's going to happen soon. So Lake Havasu City, Arizona is really cool. It's, uh, it's a weird place because it has no real history other than it started in 1964 by Mr. McCulloch, the chainsaw guy. And uh, it's awesome. Uh, David Barbacek, getting uh, XC at Loretta's right on. Sweet, from Tennessee. Cool. Uh, I didn't know they raced um, cross-country at Loretta's. That's super cool. Uh, yeah, I don't really know much about that place except for the you know, amateur nationals. Um, but yeah, I cannot recommend Havasu enough as far as a destination to go ride dirt bikes. The desert there is huge and completely open. There are no trail signs, no nothing. It's just go. It's massive BLM. That probably won't last forever, unfortunately. They'll, you know, someone will ruin it, and then the government will come in and jack it all. <laughs> It'll be annoying. But right now, it's free-for-all, and it's super cool because you can get out there and get away from everybody and really have a ton of fun. Uh, and then the town is obviously hopping all the time. Uh, there's just... There's some sort of event going on every weekend. Like this weekend, they had uh, the Rockabilly show 
thing, Throwdown. I don't. Anyway, it was a huge rockabilly show. They had bands playing every night, and they had uh, a big car show. And then they, uh, the other thing they had was the fireworks this this week from uh, all the people competing to get the July Fourth fireworks were there setting off fireworks for three nights in a row, and it was all free, and it was awesome. What up, Mojave Mike? Thumbs up, fools! <laughs> yes, that's awesome. Uh, EXC question. I have a random rattle that sounds like a snare drum. One YouTube video says it's a power valve, no loss of performance, just a rattle. Any ideas? Um, that's interesting, uh, Bike Vault slash Jeff. Uh, maybe the power valve, but a lot of times it depends on how many hours are on that top end. It could be your piston slapping. I've had that, you know, um, and they don't necessarily change in performance, but they, until, until it breaks. <laughs> so, uh, it could be that, uh, let me know how many hours are on that top end and you're near buoying up in the Southwest or of Western Australia. If you ever come to Australia, that would be awesome. It's 11 PM late night over here. <laughs> Sleep later, two stroke stuff. Now. Yes. Two stroke. I love it. Um, just watch out for the side by side. Yes. So don't is uh, saying watch out for uh, the side by sides in Havasu a hundred percent. You do really have to watch out for them. But the good thing is since it's kind of just an open, you know, free for all what you do, at least what we did and what I would imagine is the best thing to do is <clears throat> you park where you park and you ride very cautiously out of there to the North. And I guess that would be East of town. <clears throat> And like, burr, go, 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 and get, and just get up into the hills where it gets steep, and then you're fine. Because they can't get up there, uh, and, you know, at least not yet. You know, they haven't plowed it down. So, uh, but yeah, you got to be super careful when you're anywhere near the parking lot, because they are everywhere and out of hand. Uh, actually, a friend of ours had a friend who lost a kid, unfortunately, um, this year out there. Got hit by a side-by-side. -side. Really sucked. Robert Boucher, what is up? Teddy Roosevelt, how's it going, man? Only 50 hours on the piston, so... That does not sound like it should be piston slapping unless the cylinder was is worn out and you just got too much clearance. So it shouldn't be that. Is it only, the other thing is, is it, when does it happen? Uh, is it all the time during the revs or is it only sometimes? And a little more information. Let's keep going. We'll try to figure this thing out. Charles Swigger, what's happening? Where you got a big, is that a huge fish? Is that a huge carp in your, um, Profile pic? Dude, that's a massive fish. That's awesome. Uh, if you guys pay attention to my personal uh, Facebook page, you know that I am completely addicted to tying flies now. It's a bit of a thing. I already got up and tied two flies this morning before coming in. It's, yeah, I am, uh, it's nuts. So, anyway, Havasu, super cool. Really fun place to be. Free camping all over the place. And then we rode in Laughlin, or just outside of Laughlin, and that was also epic just super super cool uh really a just amazing desert and um completely different than the stuff near um havasu it's i say completely different it's still desert still rocky you know whatever but the dirt was very different um a lot more traction in in laughlin it's a uh, more decomposed granite but the anyway still slippery but not as slippery as the other stuff. Anyway, super, super cool. Highly recommend both those areas. I don't have GPS tracks or anything like that. Just go find them. You can just go everywhere. Um, uh, could have nothing for a rant. So 
Bike fall. If you're getting a random rattle, I doubt. I highly doubt it's the power valve. Highly, highly doubt it. Uh, it could be, but doubt it. If it's random like that, Bruce Kennedy, um, he's at is has on to what is probably going on. Something with either your pipe springs or something else rattling on the the cylinder, the the pipe. Sometimes, if those O rings are kind of worn out or whatever, it it, it can ah, and get just the right harmonics and just bounce that thing. Scott Schwager, what's happening, man? Uh, and good, Gary. I love fly fishing. Also, I've been doing that way longer than I've been riding dirt bikes, and I uh, it's just I I love it. I took kind of a long break from it, um, partially because my kids. We're young and fly fishing is really hard for little kids. And I, so can dirt biking be, but if I had focused on that, we would have been really good at that. But we were focusing on dirt bikes and so they got good at that, but the fly fishing was tough. But now both boys are amazing. Great Falls, Montana have zero miles on a new 300 XE. Dang, below zero in snow. How do you like Kelsey's head versus stock? Uh, Dana Young, I like it very much. Uh, it's really good um, for the low end, but it still lets it rev out. It's good, especially at elevation. You know, if I were at sea level, I don't know that I would necessarily use one. I, I mean, I don't know. You can always get more performance, right? So I probably would, but it'd obviously be a different head, but up here, it's a big benefit. And Dana, do you know Cameron Poncelot up there in Great Falls? He's a super good dude. He showed us around, um, in, uh, Wickenburg and bike vault. Yeah. Check that stuff. If you, when the rattle shows up bike vault, Try putting your foot on the pipe. Just like push down on the pipe with your foot on the top and see if you can get it to, you know, go away. Doing it's like Utah, Nevada, Arizona. I have a mapping system like Cotrex. No, they do not. No other state has Cotrex, a, a Cotrex-like app that I know of, unless someone else, you know, let me know. I just purchased an Enduro Engineering rear rotor guard and having trouble finding rear caliper guard to fit on my 23 Any ideas? Um... I don't know the. I just know the bulletproof designs one fits, but I don't know if it fits on the EE. How do you train for a race if the weather is so bad you can't ride for weeks? Uh, go to the gym, lift weights, do uh, kettlebell swings until you are just beat down, beat down, uh, and then um, if you can get onto a. Uh, um, like a bicycle inside and just practice your balance. Just stand up and just try to um, uh, track stand it would be my recommendation. Or go, yeah, you know, go to the gym if you got a gym to get some cardio. But like uh, kettlebells and all that are really cheap and free. Uh, Dana Cameron is a rad dude. He's a bad man on a motorcycle. So if you like the hard stuff, hook, try to you know hook up with him because he's he's really good and knows all the cool stuff. Uh, beta has rubber tubes over the springs for this reason for beta. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bruce Kennedy's talking about the, the little rubber covers on the springs. FMF puts them on their springs for, um, actually for the four strips, which is weird. Uh, Michigan has many map options. Avenza with VV map. Or, yeah. Bruce Kennedy. So Avenza is everywhere. The thing about Cotrex is that it's, it's state run. And so it, it's got, I mean, it's probably not every legal single track, but it's darn close to every legal single track in the entire state. And it's free and you can download the each 
like block of the state and have it permanently on your phone. It's just really, really nice. And you can like select for when things are closed, when things are not closed. It'll only show you the single track. It'll only show you the side by side or it'll only show you the stuff that's open right now. Or it, it's super, super nice. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's better than, I mean, I have, a, we sell maps on Avenza for around here, but honestly it's better. Michael Webster, what's happening? British Columbia, no riding here, just sleds. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Where in BC are you, Alan? Uh, Kevin Donahoe, your opinion, how often do we service suspension? She sort of shock, forks at the same time. Kevin Donahoe, yes. My opinion is yes. Every 50, 60 hours, you should service your suspension. And you should do front and rear. Um, do you have to? No. Uh, it's not the end of the world if you don't. But if you go longer, you end up wearing things out uh, because you know, little bits of metal in the bushings and stuff like that slowly come off just like anywhere. Right. And then, uh, it gets in there and the longer you go with that, you know, sliding up and down there, it can wear things out. So better, uh, better to just change it early. Um, I just service suspension from Jimmy Nyhart, which is a bummer. Jimmy Nyhart's not on here right now. He's probably avoiding me because he owes me money. Um, <laughs> I just finished servicing his suspension. It had hundred hours, 80 to hundred hours on it. And honestly, uh, it looked pretty good. Hey, what's up, Countershocks? Nate, how are you doing, man? Um, uh, Bruce, I will get to that. I was running 1450 sprockets. Someone suggested I go 1350. Someone went 1250. Too easy to lift front now. What are you running for hard and dirty? Yeah, oh, bike, yeah. Dude, 1250 is super low. Uh, on my, uh, my old 300, which is more like yours, uh, I run, actually, I'm running... Uh, 1450 on that because I've got so much motor in it now. It's got the um, head piston, everything from Kelsey and the carburetor thing just barks. So I'm actually running a taller gearing than I normally would, but I would probably be running 1352, which is going to be between that 1350 and your 1250 uh, for hard enduro. And I think that would be really good. I, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to race the new bike at the, Donner Harden Drill this year, and I will be training and stuff on that. And I'll probably go down to a it, right now, it's got a 1450. I'll probably just go down to a 1350 on it. Uh, question XR60L if the oil level is a bit over the dipstick, is it a big deal? No, Michael Webster, it's not a big deal. Uh, Mojave Mike, bonfires and beer, heck yeah, man. No beer for me, but I love bonfires and I, you know, I love people enjoying themselves, so have a beer. <laughs> uh, Gabby Kashi, hi. Morgan, what's happening, man? I don't know where you're from, Gabby, but how's it going? We're just going to see Johnny Walker's on a beta 200 race. Yes. Uh, yeah, and he's he got the pre-bent um, radiators from beta. They offer those to their factory racers, but not everybody else. <laughs> um, and by the way, Garrett picked up his uh, beta. He loves the turning radius and all that stuff. Bike Vault 1250 is stupid low. I uh, Yeah, that's just... I. I would render first and second gear almost useless. Uh, Okanagan, BC, lots of timber sleds here. Don't really want to kit out my five, 500. Yeah, I'm timber sleds are super fun. I had one for a season, but not a big fan. Israel, right on, coming in from Israel. That's cool. What time is it in Israel right now? That's crazy. That's a long way around the planet. Uh, is three root teeth, same as one tooth, pretty much Phil Sheridan. It's it's somewhere between three and four. Obviously you can't have between three and four in real life. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's 
it's about like that. So I usually, I usually, I call it in my mind, I call it four because I say that two is splitting the difference. So, uh, you know, someone who's better at math and more of a nerd when it comes to that stuff could tell me exactly what the differences are. But yeah, anyway. Five sixteen is it five must be five sixteen PM and what day is it? Is it the twenty third or the twenty fourth? That's east of here. Well, I guess it's also west of here if you go far enough. <laughs> uh what else is going on, guys? What other questions do we have from uh from you guys about dirt bikes? Uh see news coming up. Uh shop night, not tonight. Tonight is off. I'm gonna be filming filming the uh, video on this thing setting it up dual sport with all the takamoto stuff so that's happening tonight i have a motor to build today a 350 husqvarna um the uh, t not t-e-f-e that i gotta put back together finally got a crank and um so that's happening today and then shop night is next thursday so if you guys are around here near here come on down hey, hey there's jimmy nyhart i thought you were uh, avoiding me since you owe me money. <laughs> uh, what's happening, Nightheart? How are you doing, man? Um, we were just talking about how your suspension, uh, even though it had 100 hours on it, it looked like a, a small girl had ridden it for about 10 hours. So it looked really good. Uh, <laughs> last shop night was a good time. Yeah, Chad, that was a good time. And uh, this one's going to be awesome. I think we have a uh, a big project we're going to do, uh, 85 top end, uh, Brody is going to be bringing that down. At least that's the plan. Plus anything else, anybody wants to bring down in, we'll, uh, help out. Um, so it's going to be fun. Again, if you guys aren't from here, um, and you don't know what it is, we, I try to, I'm going to try to do it more often. It's, you know, obviously it just takes up more time and life and whatever, but, uh, we try to open up the shop every now and then, once a month, twice a month, uh, on a Thursday night or some evening and let people come in, bring projects in, bring questions in, borrow tools, borrow my brain, borrow other people's brains that are here in town and uh, and work on their bikes in a shop where um, they can have access to everything they need. Uh, is there a company that has a solution to oil tank delete on TPI? Yes. Is it tank the holes? Uh, yeah, Phil, I mean, TSP's got something going on. I guess I don't know. Um, I haven't done it yet, but the, um, yeah, TSP has an oil tank delete. So does, uh, Pinnet Racing, I think. Pinnet Racing has, um, an oil, um, delete that I think gets rid of the tank. Uh, let's see if Adam's vids and in. And in both, it sounds like his bike has a serious lean run on sound and close throttle. Does he like it to lean down low? Um, I haven't heard that yet, Kim. Was it the new bike? Because I haven't seen any of that. I got to talk to him about it. Well, no, he doesn't have the new bike. It, he only rode that new bike once. And uh, uh, maybe his old bike does. And I don't know about that. I didn't tune that one. Um, but his new bike, or new, the one we built is in a container well yeah it's in a container on its way to hawaii right now so i don't know about his other bike i never rode that uh it was here we were going to work on it uh, we never got a chance looking for a bike what do you think is the best way to go used or new college student don't have tons of funds uh get a used two-stroke get it gary find a used two-stroke uh and make sure you pay 
a little enough amount that you have still some money left over to rebuild it because being a used bike, you never know. Uh, but the good thing about a two-stroke is that just about anybody can rebuild the top and bottom end on a two-stroke without too much trouble and without a whole bunch of tools. So um, I'm a big fan of that. And if you do that and buy it, especially if you buy a blown up one, then you just rebuild the whole thing from the get-go and you know what you got. So have 100%. Divide the front sprocket into the rear. It gives you the ratio of 1250s. Okay, there we go. Thanks, um, Nate. I knew um, someone smarter than me would have an answer. Any problems with the bushings breaking for the skid plate on the 23, uh, 300XE? Not yet. I haven't had any issues. Uh, um, Kim Jackson, old bike. There you go. They sell OEM uh, resistor, but no solution for how to hold tray once tankers removed. Thanks, Phil. I apologize. Yeah, I haven't done that. We've left the oil injection on all of them. Uh, man, that would be maybe Phil. That could be something cool for you to to develop. It can't be hard. Maybe if you got a friend with some three D printing prowess, uh, you could figure something out. That would be kind of a cool thing. Brad Wheaton, what's happening? Uh, get a KDX two stroke attic is dead right um, for a college kid with not a lot of funds. Get a KDX 200. Get the 200, not the 220. And we might have a little bit of argument there. Um, but uh, 200s actually made more power than the 220s. <laughs> and they, uh, yeah, they were just a better bike, in my opinion. The 220 was kind of a, I don't know, it wasn't a great upgrade. And everybody liked the 200 better uh, that I know of. Get an old KDX. Tear the thing down. Rebuild it. You have a great bike. There's tons of aftermarket parts like bigger pegs, you can put different suspension, I and mean, you can go down a crazy rabbit hole making one of those things really cool. And uh, but you don't have to; like they're great stock, but it's you can just like pick away at it and do awesome stuff. Uh, you like the suspension on the new XC? So you mind just wondering if you're still uh, experimenting, Dana? Yes, I am super happy with it. Um, the shock, I'm really happy with the forks. I'm gonna switch over to the 6500 kit here soon. I mentioned that earlier. Uh, and that's because mainly for testing, uh, but that's a freaking $1,300 in parts plus labor. So that's like a $1,600, $1,700 upgrade um, that, I mean, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be really awesome, <laughs> but does it need it? Eh, I don't know. Um, the I really like the front of my bike the way it is uh, as an air fork. It's definitely more um racy like that and i really like what we've got with the shock uh um, the new settings on the shock i just did jason lashes uh his should be back to him very soon so yeah no i'm really happy dana um give us a call 970-240-2197 i'll type that in here um anybody give us a ring uh and uh we can talk about it and get you all set up i'd love to help you out Thursday night shop gathering was available around here. Yeah, Michael Webster. Well, talk to your shop. Go talk to your shop and say, hey, man, maybe I can sponsor this. You obviously got to have someone who's willing to hang out for free and whatever, but maybe someone down there would be into it. Uh, well, a thin wall, too, for now someone comes. With... There you go, Phil. Sweet. Nice work with that. Um, I think a, I'm thinking the 3D print situation might be a really good idea uh, for someone that could just crank them out. Yeah, Gil, Vita, the 220 felt heavier too up high. It was weird. It was weird. The 220, let's let's hear about that. Let's talk about KDX 220s. Why did they F that up? The 200 was such a good bike. Ryan Patterson, what's happening? 
That's not anywhere to high output stator. Not yet. Um, I haven't been able to get a new stator yet. In fact, I've got to check on my order. Um, the because I haven't got a new one. I want to. I'm going to take my new one down to my buddy who has an alternator shop and see if he can rewind it for us and get some more juice out of it. Oh, do stroke addict. You're, are you that guy? Are you the guy that we've been like, no, there's a guy. No, there's a guy. I thought it was in Australia that had a KDX, but it was in a, a KX250 frame, a four stroke uh, uh, aluminum frame, but that's awesome. Uh, what's your opinion on the pumper cars for XR400? Uh, Brayman, I don't do it. I, I'm not a big fan of putting, uh, pumper carbs onto bikes that don't have pumper carbs, especially XRs. I did it to an XR 650R, actually the one that I still own and I hated it. And, uh, I just was not a fan. So, um, it, it was harder to tune. It didn't it work. It didn't make any more power. Carburetors can't make, well, they can change the power characters. They really can't make a whole lot more power. Um, they can change the power characters. They can clean things up and all that. They can make things snappier. But anyway, I wasn't a fan. Uh, Daryl, you has to go with the KYB. So the KYB is good. I really like the 6500 because I like sticking with the WP parts in there. Um, so, and I also just like WP um, closed cartridge forks a lot. So I posted with fly tying addiction. Uh, looks like an able uh, Ross acquired a vice manufacturing company. Oh, Ryan, really? Who do they acquire? I need to, I don't need one of those. It's going to be a thousand dollar vice. Go away, Ryan Patterson. Don't tell me about these things. The seekers out in the KDX. Everyone wants top dollar for them. I know Mojave Mike, it is out. I am so uh, blessed to have uh, a KDX, a 98 KDX 200 that was given to me by Robbie Noyles. Thank you, Robbie. And, um, yeah, I I love it. I'll never sell that thing. It's it's taught a ton of people how to ride. Uh, my kids use it to show their boys their their friends how to ride, and uh, uh, my wife rides it. It's so good. Um, Daryl Yazzie, boo! <laughs> I uh, I love KYB stuff too. I just honestly I've ridden KYB and we've we've valved it. TBT's valved it. Jason Lash has. It, and he loves our KYB conversion on his AR forks. He, I mean, loves it. I just, yeah, I, I don't know. 6,500, I'm excited about it. Um, Phil, I know I love the 6,500 kit. I'm excited about it. Uh, and, you know, it's like $500 less, I think. Um, and I get to keep the normal fork lugs and all that stuff, which I like. I, I, I like messing with bikes. I love modifying bikes. I like doing all that stuff. But if there's some things I can keep stock, I like to keep stock. And, like, it helps, too. And I don't know um, about the those KYB lugs, but I have the fork protectors underneath mine. I don't know if those would fit if I had to get new ones. So, anyway, I'm a big fan. I watched your range video with your XC. What do you think of comparison with range between a TPI with the same size tank? Gil, that's an interesting uh, question. So, I just was talking to a friend of mine who uh, is – maybe going down to Texas for the Lone Star Enduro. And he is, um, he's got a 22 TPI, 22 or 23. I don't know. I think it's a 22. It doesn't matter. They're basically the same. And he ran out of gas at the first race. When I went racing um, with mine the first time down in Espanola, New Mexico, he raced his and he ran out of gas at 40 miles. I mean, didn't make it back to the pits, lost the race. Actually, it's a super bummer. 
you know, he's fine. He's healthy. It's not that big of a deal. It's a local race, but it was a bummer because he was doing really well and ran out of gas and he, you know, came in dead last. So that sucked. Uh, it's not awesome. So, uh, I, it's weird. TPIs are funny. Like some of them seem to get really good mileage and some of them seem to get bad, but I, to me, it seems like they're about the same. Uh, once they're all tuned up and running well, it, whether you're doing TSB or getting the most recent flash from KTM or uh, whatever. Um, yeah, it seems like they're about the same. Uh, I had a late 90s KDX 200 and KX 125 frames. It was fast on that. Bought some new there before I drank the Peloton, drank the Penton and KTM Kool-Aid. Yeah. Um, yeah, lots of people putting KDX motors in cool frames and stuff like that. Uh, Counter-Strike. Didn't the, K, the 220 have upside down forks and the 200 was conventional? That is interesting. So uh, the 220, I think, did have upside down forks, but so did the 200 for a short year range and i don't remember what it is there's a year range that the 200 had upside down forks uh, but basically everybody with a kdx now i mean obviously they quit making them a long time ago almost everybody with a kdx now has a, a um uh upside down forks on it because you can put klx forks on it they're upside down you can probably put the kx 220 forks on it obviously you can go KX 125 front end, all that kind of stuff. Most people by now have done something like that. Um, but yeah, there for a while, maybe someone else can chime in. It was an early, it was like a 94 to 96 or 90, 1990 to 94, I forget, had upside down forks on the 200. Only for a few years. Yeah, Sandy Smith. I can't remember what it was, but it was interesting. Uh, bike fault. Did you get any feedback on that Chinese smart carb? Yeah, so I'm still waiting. I haven't heard from those guys. I was supposed to hear from them. Uh, I thought by now, uh, because I made a final video and I basically was a huge thumbs down. I could not, like I blocked the choke circuit. I did all the things he asked me to do. It's still, every time I'd hit rough stuff, it would flood, uh, down steep hills. It would flood. It just, I, it made me so mad. I was like, I'm done with this period. So I like, I was out, so I didn't post it. I talked to the guy cause he's a nice guy and I don't want to just throw them under the bus online because it's not cool. Um, and that wasn't a mean video, but it wasnn't great. And, uh, so I talked to him. I was like, Hey man, this thing doesn't work. I got a video for it. I'm about to release it. What do you, you know, I just wanted to let you know. And he, um, he's like, no, 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 please. Let me, I, there's something, there must be something wrong with your car. Let me send you a 36 millimeter. I have, I'll send you two of them. One with external vents, one with uh, internal vents and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I just got to wait till after the Chinese New Year and all this stuff. So we'll see. I'm giving him another month because I don't, you know, I don't need to release the video. It doesn't, it's not a big deal for me. If he wants to keep trying to make it right, I will keep testing. But um, Daisy is right here with the key in on it. So there's that. <laughs> Scott Willard, TPI fuel mileage. I switched from 91 uh, non-ethanol to 91 pump gas and mileage went from 25 to 28 to 35 to 40. Huh? Scott, well, that's huge. What is happening, Mike Barnado? Aloha. Very soon, we will be heading there. Um, one year, 94, I think, Mojave Mike. It's only one year. That's interesting. 93, 94, upside down. There you go, Phil Sheridan. Thanks, guys. Yeah, so I knew it was somewhere in there. That's cool. Uh, KDX 200, 125 is really good, but it doesn't keep up with my 
200 SX. Yeah, <laughs> two-stroke, it probably wouldn't. But it's good. Like, the nice thing about KDX is they're almost unbreakable. I think it was uh, Sandy Smith. Yeah, Sandy Smith has four of them. They're almost unbreakable, and they, man, God, they just are good motorcycles and super fun. And, uh, you know, with guys like Jeff Fredette out there, there are a million cool parts that were developed for those things. So they're, yeah, they're rad. I like them a lot. Uh, what else, guys? I'm trying to think of anything else going on here. Uh, we're going to keep the morning uh, gospel two wheels here now. We're going to roll right into that because Thursday Night Rides are coming very soon. As soon as I get back from Hawaii, we will be starting Thursday Night Rides uh, the Hawaii trip is coming soon. If you guys haven't yet uh, subscribed or hit the little notification bell, do that because uh, we're going to have a ton of content coming from that. I'm excited. Uh, like I said, as soon as we hang up here, I'm going to be posting the video from um, Havasu and uh, Laughlin. We had a ton of fun. It was just great. I can't recommend that enough. It was really, really cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Any other questions? We'll hang out here for another couple minutes. In case anybody has any questions. Also, I just saw a thumbs up. If you guys haven't yet, back out of the chat. Hit the thumbs up and then come on back in. Oh, yeah. Hey, thanks, Bruce. <laughs> I, appreciate I appreciate that. Uh, Bruce Kennedy reminding me of my job. Uh, remind. Um, I'm going to actually pull up something here. Um, the... I'm going to pull up my link. Uh, guys, I have been fortunate enough to be picked up by Climb, and uh, they are helping me out as a racer. We're not a dealer here at the shop, and that's because I just don't carry enough stuff. Uh, it doesn't make any sense, honestly. Um, the uh, we, uh, We're too small of a physical shop to carry a bunch of stuff. So I... Uh, yeah, anyway. But... If you guys want to help me out and you want to get some amazing gear, and honestly, I reached out to Climb. Uh, they didn't like come after me. They were, they like, you know, they're a huge company. They sponsor lots of people. Um, I reached out to them because I absolutely freaking love their gear. And it is crazy expensive, yes. But I've had a pair of Dakar pants now for freaking two seasons and i'm hard on equipment guys two seasons and it's still holding up um the car jersey mojave jersey thank you paul anstey i haven't talked to paul in such a long time uh, hey thank you kevin o'laughlin for the super chat i appreciate that thank you so 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 very much um so yeah paul anstey gave me the jerseys i bought the pants i've got a couple review videos on them from two years ago i love them and i just was like man i gotta reach out so i reached out they said yes. Uh, I am so excited. I just put the gear of uh, the um, link up. If you guys use that, it helps me. It gets you awesome stuff. It really is massive. So uh, I'm going to be uh, pushing that stuff a lot. I will also be testing it rigorously, continuously, so that uh, you know if if anything if anything shows up, any weird um, you know, quality issues or whatever, I'm going to let you guys know because I do still have to buy the gear. I just get it at a very discounted um, rate, uh, which I very much appreciate uh, from them, uh, but it's not free. So 
Um, they're not paying me or anything like that, but they have helped me out a lot and I'm really excited about it. So, uh, yeah, thanks Bruce. I appreciate it. You do have my six. <laughs> That's awesome. And Kevin, uh, I would agree. Their vented gear is absolutely brilliant. It's, uh, it's vented in all the right places and it's tough as nails. Like so many vented gear is really nice and breathes well, but it tears the second you look at it. Um, yeah, Ryan Patterson, climb gear worth it if you can afford the initial cost. And it is high, high dollar, but man, I, I mean, two years out of a pair of pants, I've never had a pair of pants make it two years, except for, if anybody remembers back in the old days, uh, the old, um, MSR NXT gear. I don't know if you guys remember that stuff. That was awesome. Uh, Bruce sitting in one of the jackets. You should talk to them. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll use you for a thing. Climb ice racing. So warm. Yeah, Phil Sheridan. So good. Uh, Barnato. Very, very good. Garrett. Um, I know no one has one to try on. It's unfor- Maybe I'll try one and uh, we, you can try mine on to see. I know our heads are different. Uh, Sandy Smith. Thanks so much for joining us. Rocky Mountain needs to even bought the bulletproof design. Thank you. Yes. Charles. Good move, dude. Good move. You'll be very happy. Um, all right. Uh, see. Danny Young, just curious on your oil gas, 41. Have you fouled your plug? No, not one plug has been fouled at 40 to 1. Uh, and I'm running the BR70S, which is what came in my bike, but everybody else's came with an 8, which is weird. But, um, yeah, no foul plugs. It's been perfect. Let's see. Climb is in my gear bag. Yeah, I climb Pro Helmet. Can bring myself to buy the gear too much money. It, New Mexico Desert Racer. It's seriously... Ah, it's expensive, but I... Um, if you ever feel like you're a little more flush with cash, try it out. You'll be worth it. Um, uh, Gil, you do remember the NXT, the old Thor stuff lasted, all the old stuff lasted too. Um, James, oh, 50, third season with Mojave pants. That's awesome. Um, Michael Webster, thank you for watching. All right, guys, I'm going to boogie because I got lots of work to do. I got to build a freaking four stroke motor today, um, which I'm excited about. It's super fun. I love you guys. Punk Rock Club, I love you more than everyone else. Um, (laughs) You guys are my favorite. If you're new, you're just watching this for the first time on replay, hit the subscribe button. Join us on a Thursday morning, 8 o'clock, Thursday mornings, Mountain Standard Time. Uh, Pretty much every week. Sometimes it changes. I'll be in Hawaii. I I might do it in Hawaii. We'll see what happens. Um, Yours has a 70S too, Charles. That's crazy. Not all of them do. That's awesome. All right. I love you. Have a great day. Get out, spread the gospel, two wheels. And as always, you know what I'm going to say. I hope that what we're doing here is inspiring you guys to work on, but way more importantly, get out and ride your dirt bikes.